Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. It's Monday. Mm. Mm. Monday. And the phone lines are open 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Now, I know, I know for a fact that many of you listening to this broadcast right now, no matter how manly you think you are, no matter how masculine you may pretend to be, a lot of you dudes went with your women to see Barbie over the weekend. You did. Your women told you to go see Barbie. We're going to go see Barbie. Let's take a picture in the Barbie box. You'll be so cute. Let's go take a picture in the Barbie box. And some of you dudes, and I use that term loosely, in fact, went to see Barbie. The stinking movie has made $93 million. Uh, It is, let's see, according to Variety, the seventh biggest second weekend in film history. Behind uh, Star Wars, The Puke Awakens, Avengers, Endgame, Infinity War, Black Panther, Jurassic World, and The Avengers. <laughs> a lot of you went to see Barbie over the weekend. and I, I, In fact, my daughters, I, I have two daughters, okay, uh, and uh, uh, both have seen the movie now and both had radically different uh, uh, takes on the movie it's it's going to make a billion dollars. They they fully expect globally the stupid stinking Barbie movie with which Ben Shapiro described as a flaming trash heap of a movie. It's going to make a billion dollars. Sound of what? Uh which fell uh, Sound of Freedom fell to fourth place. Tom Cruise is bringing up the rear oddly uh with MI whatever the hell. In uh, in the last place, as far as the big box office draws, Oppenheimer's still doing very, very well. And that's the one I really want to see. But Barbie is breaking records. And so I got two daughters. Do- and, and, and my daughter's divergent opinions kind of represent what I'm hearing about this thing. Okay? Because you only get one of the two opinions. Either people think it was cool and they liked it, it was cute and had a decent message. Which is kind of what my daughter daughter Avery said. My other daughter Alicia hated it and said it was so stupid. The woke the woke bullcrap was just too much. Now my other daughter my daughter is a, is a communist. She's a hippie. She went to a hippie college, so they're expected to like the the Barbie movie. But uh, you know the other opinion that you know, my my daughter Alicia said she counted. I think the word patriarchy was repeated. Uh, innumerable times. The, the basic premise, if you're not some dude who wussed out, went to see it with your woman. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just having fun with you there. I know a lot of you guys had no choice. Uh, you know, is that uh, Barbie in Barbie land is king of the chicks, right? It's just the chicks rule in Barbie land, you know, and Barbie's the queen of everything. She's a heart surgeon. She's, you know, the president. She Barbie rules in Barbie land. But then Barbie finds herself in the real world where men rule everything, right? Because that's how things are in our world, right? Patriarchy, men run everything. Did they notice that the prime minister of Italy is a chick? Anyway, 
you know, it's it's it, it, it. And I'll tell you what's bizarre about the Met. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. It, it may be great. I I may end up seeing it. I don't know. If my woman wants to go see it, yeah, I'll cave to and go see it. I will. I just want baby to be happy. Uh, but so maybe maybe I'll. I don't know. I I, t- I try to go into things like this with an open mind. So maybe I'll love it if I saw it. I don't know. It's it's not something that I'm chomping at the bit to see. But again, if the women in my life demand that I see it, well, then I'll cave and go see it because I'm a wussy. <laughs> Proudly so. Proudly so. Uh, so maybe I'd like it. I don't know. Maybe stylistically I'd like it. My daughter, other, uh, uh, Avery, said that stylistically it was very well done. The cinematography was excellent. The design was excellent. But it is kind of funny to me that the premise of the movie is that straight men just run roughshod over women. In other words, we really didn't make any gains with this feminist movement thingy, this suffragette thingy. You know, it's still a man's world. Women can only go so far. Dudes are all, always keeping the, the chicks down. You know, that, that same old crap we've been hearing for a long time. And at some point in this country, you know what? That was absolutely true. If you go back to the, the generation of Sylvia Plath, when women were expe- back in the at the genesis of Barbie, really, if you think about it, back in the fifties, forties, and fifties, and even into the first part of the sixties, until chicks be rebelling and saying, "No, I ain't going to stay home and make the meatloaf." You know, that's really what a woman had to look forward to in her life was staying home, and you know, it, it, it's not that they were homemakers by choice or stay-at-home moms by choice. That was the expectation, and society in general reinforced that idea. That that's a reality that we can't really stumble away from. That ain't now. <laughs> it, it ain't been that for a while. In fact, if you want to look at a disparity of women making less money than men, I seem to remember the Hillary Clinton uh, campaign. Uh, dramatically paid its men more than the the female employees of that campaign. But, yeah, it's neither here nor there. Point being, in today's moment, where we are right now, yes, dudes are ruling the world. Dudes are the center of attention. Uh, the only difference is these are dudes in dresses. If you're a dude in a dress, yeah, it's your world, baby. It's a man's world as long as he's wearing pumps. And lipstick, because at that point, when you're a dude in a dress, you can mansplain to women about what it means to be a woman all day long. And if you stand up for women's rights in any way, shape, or form when it comes to biological women, well, you're a hater. Tr- you know, trans li- trans rights or human rights. So, yeah, I grant you it's a man's world, but it ain't the man's world, apparently, that's described in the Barbie movie, which a lot of you dudes want to see. And holy God, I'm so sick of the Barbie box shots. And just stop at the Barbie box, man. I posted a simple idea over the weekend on Face Puke, and I got over 100 responses, most, mostly laughing face emojis and thumbs-up emojis. I said, I'm going to go to a theater and take a picture of myself in the Barbie box wearing a Hooters hat and a T-shirt that says uh, Chick Magnet. You know what I mean? There was something else I wanted to put on the shirt, but I'm not going to say that on the radio. Do you know what I mean? I want to I take a picture in the Barbie box and just be as misogynist as possible, man. 
In fact, a Hooters ball cap won't do it, James and Don. No, I, you ever see those ball caps where it's actually got the fake boobs on the brim? You know what I mean? Like the fake oh, the foam boobs. Oh, the fluffy ones? Little with fluffy boobs on the, be, on the, on the bill. Full I want to take a picture. Everything. Full nipple, man. Full nipple, James. Full nipple. I want to take a picture in the Barbie box with a boob hat on and like a T-shirt that says, hey, honey, make me a sandwich. You know right. what I mean? And I'm going to grab myself when I take the picture. I think you could probably get away with the shirt. However, your wife will not let you leave the house with that hat on. Oh, I don't know. She's pretty conservative. Yeah, but still. <laughs> nah, you're right. <laughs> that chick don't let me leave the house with mismatched socks. I'm just saying. Can what? we get you a beanie that just says boobs? Boobs. Just yeah. a T-shirt says boobs. Or I like. I like boobs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Barbie box, man. And I'm going to moon the camera. You know, I'm going to yeah. turn around and get a video shot of me mooning the camera. Oh, good you know, with a sandwich in my hand. You know, eating a sandwich. We don't need that. Well, I, aren't you a little tired of the Barbie box yeah, pictures I, by I'd this point, I'd rather not see man. your butt at this point either. Well, so. it's only a matter of time, Don. We work yeah. so closely together, and it's as long as the AC's off, it's entirely possible you may right. see my naked ass before the show's over. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, I know we've enough with the Barbie other. box. We've known each other for a decade, but still. You wouldn't get in the Barbie box with me and, and take a picture? Not if you're going to yank your pants down. No, sir. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Gennaro's on line one. Holy crap. Gennaro. No, he's, he's, he's got a beef with Barbie. Oh, no, oh he's, he's, he's got okay. a beef. Hey, Gennaro, you're on, you're on the radio. News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Uncle Sean, how are you? I'm doing great, man. What are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm really puked out about all this Barbie crap. <laughs> Everything is pink, dude. Pink. I don't like I don't like sweets, man. And I see all this pink and everything, dude. It's like Pepto Bismol crap. We're just dude. swimming in a river of pink, dude. And, and Ken, the, dude, he hey, looks Ken, like a pair. date rip, rapist. He looks like a, a date, date rapist. rapist? Man. Yeah, Ken from looks Beverly like a hills. <laughs> I think I saw him. Oh God, come on! Oh, please! I, I think enough, I enough with the Barbie stuff, man. You're Barbie down, are you? Shark Week? Isn't it Shark Week already? You know, I tried to watch Shark every year. I try to get into, into Shark Week, and I realize nobody gets eaten. So it's like nothing bad's ever going to happen because of the shark. You know so I got kind of bored of that you know, too. You know what? What about repeats of Hardcore Pawn? I love that show, man. Hardcore Pawn? Ashley. What? Pawn. Pawn. Oh, Pawn. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought we'd moved oh, on from Barbie into something heavier. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go, Gennaro. God bless you, brother. Right, I love you. I'm just sorry. <laughs> love you too, man. Bye. Well, I'm kind of disappointed, though. <laughs> I thought we... Gennaro was going to call and say he wanted the hot box in the Barbie box. He wanted the hot box. <laughs> <laughs> Gennaro's going to do bong hits. Hey, dude, bong. it's closed. <laughs> Smoke will stay in the Barbie box. Get really high. 210 Of course, I'm not advocating that no. anyone smoke marijuana we in a Barbie never, box. It's illegal and wrong. That's right. Okay. Sean would never recommend you do something like that. No. Oh. Do as I say, we, not as I do. We just thought it'd be funny. Yes, it would be. 210 Esteban and Mark, hang on. It's Sean. On Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. We're talking about the theatrical phenomenon that is Barbie. 
Yeah, Gosling as Ken, he kind of looks like somebody you'd see hanging out at like a Kevin Spacey party in Malibu. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't he seem like somebody, somebody that would come up to Kevin Spacey at a bar as Ken? Hi, love that political show you're on. It's so cool. You know, Kevin's grabbing his ass. Uh, let's go to, sorry. <laughs> he was acquitted. Sorry, that didn't actually happen. Uh, Mark, how are you? Fine, thank you, sir. You great show, like always. God bless uh, I you. I wanted to comment on. Uh, God bless you too, sir. I wanted to say, um, how long before the uh, Barbie fanatics uh, gonna going to classify Mean Girls uh, as offensive because they were pink on Wednesdays? <laughs> Give them time. Give them time, man. man. Does your woman want you to go see Barbie? No, no, not at all, not at all. Oh, uh, you're one of the no, few. Not I, not I, don't wanna, I don't want to waste my money on that. I I saw Sound of Freedom, and that was awesome. But no, Barbie, no, <laughs> not not up for Barbie. I got you. All right, brother. I think thanks for the call, man. God bless you. Uh, God bless you. I called it a week ago, though. You know, I, I'm waiting for like. At what point do people start posting memes? I stand with Barbie. You know what I mean? It's gonna. I stand with Barbie. And, and and I I'm not gonna get uh, spend I I talked about this on Where and Rima a little bit but you know Don Geronimo is a guy that's been on the radio for a lot of years he had a very popular show for many years a Baltimore and DC guy for a big chunk of his career and he uh, he was doing uh, I think I think Don and Mike was in the afternoons I can't remember now maybe it was a morning show but it was very popular syndicated he's an old school radio guy he's been around the block a few times he got fired. Because he referred to a female sports reporter as a Barbie, as Barbie. And he got fired because that's inappropriate. All right, I'm not really understanding stuff right now. Barbie is the coolest chick in the universe right now, all right? Plus, I, I did a Google search of the woman, the journalist that Don Geronimo called a Barbie. She looks exactly like Barbie. Like, she looks, ex- she looks exactly like she wears the tight skirts. The tight shirts. She's got the long blonde hair. She got all the makeup. Why isn't call look is is calling a woman Barbie insulting? Because right now Barbie's going to make a billion dollars off the movie thing. Bar the Barbie franchise and all things Barbie, everything Barbie represents, is pulling in about a billion dollars globally. Okay, so. I'm not really getting Margot Robbie is is Robbie is playing Barbie. I'm not really understanding how calling a woman Barbie is insulting right now. Okay? It's not like Barbie is ugly and evil. She, she's Barbie. She's got the best car, the best house. She's beautiful. But for some odd reason, despite the fact the movie is making a billion kajillion dollars, if you call a woman Barbie, you're being insulting to her. And I don't know if you know anything about Don Geronimo, but I'm sure he said more insulting things over the course of his career. <laughs> if you ever, I've heard, I remember the old days, man. Don, Don Geronimo was pretty cutting edge. I mean, he, he's an edgy guy. He always was an edgy guy. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't pull any punches. No, this is, like, this is like soft in comparison to what a guy like Don Geronimo has said before. And frankly, has been hired to do. So I I don't get how Barbie no. is now offensive though. There was a time he would have referred to her by parts of her anatomy. And, yes, and 
You think this is right. disturbing. You just yeah. you go back in time. He's toned it down considerably. He has, yeah. you know, and that's why I think this sucks. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm bar- I, I guess my overall point is old Sean's barbied out, man. And I even haven't even seen the damn movie. Here's, here's Esteban. You know what, man? Liberal women are not happy until they're pissed off, and they can't get a good guy because they're selfish, shallow, and stupid. And so I I know conservative women, one of them saw the movie, and she hated it. And frankly, the conservative woman that I know, I would follow into combat before I would follow a lot of the liberal guys because of, because the conservative women have Kick more, your ass. Have more strength. Yes. I got to run. That's the body's right. Why are you liberal chicks so unhappy? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Smartphone or a smart speaker? Smart listener, when you stream us. Streaming radio now. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. 938 on a Monday. Uh, let me read you something. This was uh, this was given to People Magazine. Our son Hunter and Navy's mother London are working together to foster a relationship that is in the best interests of their daughter, preserving her privacy as much as possible going forward. This is not a political issue. It's a family matter. Jill and I only want what is best for all of our grandchildren, including little Navy. You cute little booger, you. Um, that, that's a statement from uh, the president and his wife uh, on, on the Navy, uh, you know, the little girl Navy, whom, whose existence they've denied for about four years. Um, now, just to keep you up to date on the news, uh, Devin Archer uh, has arrived at the courthouse to testify uh, in D.C., uh, uh, to Representative Comer and his oversight committee behind closed doors. It's not something we're going to see on TV. It's a deposition uh, regarding his business interactions with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden via Burisma. And uh, if you've been following it along, you know that on Saturday, I believe it was the DOJ issued a statement to Mr. Archer that he needed to present himself uh, to jail to start serving his one-year sentence for fraud in regards to a, to the, to a Native American's uh, uh, reservation, I believe. Or I'm, I'm not all that sharp on the precise details of the fraud charges, but he was convicted, and he has to go to jail for a year. And uh, the day or two days before he is scheduled again to uh, be deposed by this oversight committee behind closed doors about his business dealings with Hunter and the president. They want his ass in jail. They walked it back. But come on, you know what's going on here. Uh, they're either trying to intimidate him into being nice and not saying anything bad about the president or, you know, they actually want to slap his ass in jail before he can. I don't know. Uh, but when you look at this thing with, with the, the grandchild, and I think all of us, just like with the Devin Archer thing, we kind of know what's going on here, right? We're all fairly aware that after having denied the existence of this little girl for four years, which even a lot of Democrats were like, hey, man, you're being a jerk. At, the, at least you're being a jerk. 
they've decided for the good PR it will bring them or that they believe will bring them to now except little London. Are they going to put a stocking up for her? Is she going to get a little stocking next to the dog stocking? A little stocking that says Navy on it? Probably not. They despise her existence no less today than they did when the little kid was born to a stripper impregnated by their skeezy son. Uh, Very obviously and shamelessly, the only reason they're doing this is because Joe Biden's numbers are not only in the toilet, they're bouncing off the floor of the septic tank, okay? You have to actually put a drain snake through the toilet into the septic tank to find where Joe Biden's numbers are as far as his own party and everybody else. So I guess they're hoping that this brings a little sunshine their way in people's minds, but I think people are seeing quite the opposite, which is you soulless pieces of crap. You're only doing this because you think it'll make people think better of you and it's a bunch of crap. But then again, all of it is. Whether you're talking about Burisma, whether you're talking about the gajillions of Chinese and Ukrainian cash flowing into these LLCs, whether you're talking about corruption and selling policy, whether you're talking about uh, you know, Hunter Biden, uh, if, you're, if you consider yourself, if you still consider yourself a feminist in any regard, okay, Joe, Hunter Biden, and I suspect Joe Biden as well, are two of the skeeziest individuals when it comes to women. They think women are objects. Okay? Watching the left just make excuses for these people and circle the wagons around these, these individuals of the Biden family who really are the skeeziest, scuzziest people you can imagine. And, and moreover... As I say all the time, the Bidens represent pretty much everything a good liberal is supposed to despise. And yet they can do no wrong. And, you know, Hunter Biden, he's just a poor little guy. He was on drugs. You know, he's in recovery. He's 12-stepping his way to happiness, Mr. Man. Why don't you bullies back off? And look, the Bidens are such nice people. They're such decent folk, the salt of the earth. They've, They've embraced Little Navy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah whatever man here's eleanor eleanor how you doing hey i've been been talking in a while to you you hit the nail right on the head god bless you, you. just think it's gonna bring them both yeah right isn't Where's it, it it's all it almost years. makes it worse you know what i mean that now they're making yeah. a big show mm-hmm. over embracing the kid that they acted and like I she didn't exist love- for four years I love when you call them skeezy, low life. I'm sorry. We're not supposed to, but that's they, what he is. They, they are <laughs> skeezy and low lives. They are. Yes, They're they shameless. Are. All right. Eleanor, God well, bless you. you take care. You Bye. too, Eleanor. I love you. Call me. All right. <laughs> I love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bordered on creep. It was kind of bordering on creepy, but it was still cool. That's your new best friend. Are you kidding I, me? I love Eleanor. You're going to get a Christmas card. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah, man. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Now, 
There's a new phenomenon that we're seeing. It's disturbing where people performing performing on stage are having things thrown at them. Harry Styles had something thrown at him. A couple of other people who I don't know who the hell they are, but they had stuff thrown at them and they've been injured. And it's like, it's now a new thing to to chuck stuff at people performing on stage so you can get your stupid little video. Look, I'll make the animal move. You know, it's kind of like that old ethic from the zoo, right? Throw a rock at the zebra to make him move. Now they're, they're throwing crap at people on stage. It's disturbing. It's weird. People should stop doing it. But Cardi B. Okay, Cardi B. Cardi B, as best as I can tell, based upon my limited knowledge of her and her career, is a freaking idiot. I mean, I, th- th- she that checks one Grammys, right? Right, uh, James? Yes. She's a Grammy winner. Yes. She's a freaking idiot, and she's a Grammy winner. And Cardi B is uh, performing at a, at a club on Saturday in Las Vegas. And uh, she gets hit by somebody chucks a drink at her. And so being Cardi B, what'd she do? She flung her microphone in the direction of the audience uh, where, where the drink came from and then started cussing him out. Throwing things at people on stage is very, very screwed up behavior. I think we could all agree with that. But there is something about this story that's not getting as much play. She's doing a concert in Las Vegas, and once she gets smacked upside the head with somebody's Mai Tai... She gets pissed off and starts screaming at the audience, and magically the song, including the vocal, keeps playing. She she's <laughs> apparently Cardi B, dude. She was tracked. Uh, apparently Cardi B, when you when you see Cardi B performing, oh, no. she's not actually performing. She's singing along to a voice track or rapping along to a voice track or what have you. That, to me, is what kind of stuck out. You know, because the throwing crap at people on stage, it's one of these, I guess it's a TikTok thing. I don't know what it is. It's a, I saw it it's a trend thing. People, you saw it on TikTok. They yeah. want to get their stupid little video. Look at me. I threw a brick at this guy, you know, or whatever. Stop doing that. It's crap. And you're going to screw up the experience for everybody because concert tickets now are going to go through the roof, and they're already really freaking expensive. You're going to have to sit half a mile away from the stage. Like, James, I think you said that a, a week ago. Oh, it's it's coming. Easily. But Cardi B doesn't. How many? I wonder. I, I guess you think there's a, probably a lot of them out there who, when they're performing, are not really singing live. And, and the fact that this part of the story just zig, zigged, on, zinged on by when she stopped singing, she still continued to sing. And I actually looked up the lyrics of the song. Yeah, I'm looking at them. It's Cardi A said, I'm the blank. They can't blank with me if they wanted to. Blank, blank said, little blank. You can't blank with me if you wanted to. These expensive. I want to read it in like a Dylan Thomas voice. These is red bottoms. These is bloody shoes. Hit the store. I can get them both. I don't want to choose. And I'm quick. Cut a blank off. So don't get comfortable. Look. I don't dance now. I make money moves. Western civilization is dying. Just It's just going down. It's dying. Western civilization is on the way out, man. I fully expect to be the only human being reading my own damn poetry book someday. It's, it's, it's over, man. 
Cardi B, you know where I'm at. You know, you know where I be. You be in the club just to party. I'm there. I get paid a fee. I be in and out them banks so much. That's the poetry, man. I'm not a huge rap fan, but you know, when it first started, it was pretty badass. Because we were talking about Ice Cube last week doing the Tucker Carlson uh, interview. And guys like that were actual street poets. I mean, the, the, the stuff they were writing, they were about actual people living crummy lives, these crummy neighborhoods, and they're getting shaken down all the time by the cops. And, was, and they brought that. Right. They put words to that. Even some of the early Eminem stuff. Was, you know, I've come around to Eminem. Right. Like, he's a badass. Oh, some of the is. stuff he writes is Total amazing. Yeah. Chuck D. from Public Enemy is one of the greatest yeah. social poets ever. Right. Definitely. And now uh, that's all been reduced to if I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't blank with you. I'm a boss. You a worker blank. I make bloody moves. You know, I mean... <laughs> Cardi B wins a Grammy for writing about what, what the hell she bought at the mall. You know what I'm saying? Right. A- and that's now what stands for great rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeesh. I might throw a drink at that chick next time I see her. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was an expensive mic she threw into the audience, by the yeah. way. Yeah, don't drop the mics, by the way. The that drop. Right. That was no Radio Shack special. <laughs> no. That was, an ex- that was a pricey Cardi B mic. Yeah. And she needs that expensive mic to bring her glorious poetry to the world. Well, apparently not. If it's all been recorded beforehand, what's the point? She just, yeah, she, I mean, see, I'd feel gypped at that point. If I go see a concert, like let's say Elton John farted or, or burped <laughs> or something, and he realized he wasn't really singing, yeah, that would have upset me. Right. If I'm, you know, I mean, I was gifted with the ticket, so I can't say it, but I mean, if, I, if I'm going to another concert and I'm paying a crap load of money to see your ass sing, mm-hmm. your ass better be singing. Right. I want to hear you actually performing, mm-hmm. not just because I can listen to a recording of you at home Yeah, and I don't get a beer spilled down my shoulder from the drunk sitting next to me. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Cardi B. I wonder what she would do in the Barbie box. <laughs> oh, she'd show you. That's the problem. She'd show you and charge you a pay-per-view event. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, I, I, the Cardi B thing has been mystifying to me for a little bit because I look at her, the so-called lyrics of her songs, and it's, it's vapid, nonsensical bullcrap mm-hmm. about how freaking rich she is yeah. and how if you've got a problem with that, she'll kick your ass. And uh, I, I just I don't get it. But that having been said... Don't be throwing stuff at people on stage. Eventually, you're going to screw it up for everybody, but mm-hmm. nobody cares anymore. As yeah. long as I get my stupid little TikTok video, mm-hmm. who cares? There was a guy I was watching, what were the, the not the UFO guys, but the FBI whistleblowers uh, the other week when they were covering their testimony. Do you remember for like a little while sitting behind, I think, uh, the, the IRS guy, the younger guy, there was a, a, a DB, a young guy sitting behind him that knew he was on camera and was making faces into the camera and was acting like a jackass. So, in other words, nothing mattered situationally about that as far as what was going on, which is some pretty heavy stuff that the, you know, uh, the, IR, the, uh, the IRS might be protecting the president's son. And there's a jackass. Uh, who was just sitting there acting like it's his day in the sun. It's weird. Sean Rima, 9 till 11.
News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Five minutes after 10 on a Monday. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Well, one thing I I picked up on over the weekend, I'm, I'm sure you did as well, that uh, more and more folks are out there reporting we have an uptick in COVID. We just heard uh, 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 a news story from from ABC on that just a few minutes ago. I've seen a number of these stories over the weekend. I'm looking at the LA Times right now. Uh, The U.S. recorded a 10% increase in new COVID-19 hospital admissions for the week that ended July 15th compared with the previous seven-day period. Uh, still hospitalizations remain near a record low for the pandemic. Hospitalizations are rising fastest in the South, the Great Plains, the Rocky Mountain States, and California. Actually, no, I, I, I misspoke. California, they're saying, has, has, uh, has done okay uh, with this uptick in COVID. Uh, and the experts, according to the LA Times at least, but I've heard this replicated in other stories, uh, it's because people are traveling more. Uh, Behavior in that people, uh, and this is a a direct quote from the LA Times, vacations and conferences are back in earnest. And most activities now taking place entirely or largely without masks, boosting the chances for infection, experts say. Although much of what we're hearing uh, is counter to that. I've heard from the CDC. We've heard from uh, other health institutes or institutions that are saying the masks largely didn't do any good. The vaccines, I mean, uh, we all know folks who had the vaccine and got the COVID. I got it. I I got it in the hospital. I had the vaccine. I didn't have any symptoms, but I did get it after the vaccine. Uh, you're also hearing now that there's going to be a new booster. They're working on a new booster. So my question to you, question to you is, is fairly simple. You going to do it? Uh, if, if this is true and this trend continues that more people now, because basically life is getting back to normal and people are doing stuff with each other again, interacting with each other, going on vacation. If we see a rise in these numbers, are you going to put the mask back on? Maybe you never took it off. You're going to start uh, doing all the crap that we were supposed to do back then with the social distancing and staying at home and all that stuff, working at home if you can. You're going to go through that again. Uh, I can tell you precisely what I'm going to do. Nothing. Uh, I, I did not get the boosters in the first round. I had the vax, and that was it. Uh, I am not planning on getting any booster shots for any reason whatsoever. And I damn Skippy ain't putting no damn mask on again because a lot of the stuff that we found out that we're finding out now as far as the official response to COVID is that it was horrible and it screwed people up and made things worse. Uh, and, and and, And it's not lost on me either, and it shouldn't be on you, the timing of this thing. Now, they've got a big, fat election to cheat. Right now, the only guy showing any real numbers at all is Donald Trump. In fact, the more they try to prosecute him, the more Donald Trump's numbers go through the roof. Because you know what? At least the people paying attention, they're not stupid. They know what's going on. 
no matter what you're talking about, whether it's Ukraine or the border, the economy, this crap with the Bidens and corruption, uh, entire agencies of the government being weaponized against their political enemies. I mean, come on, if you're paying attention, paying attention, you know exactly what's going on. And you also know that they're not going to let Donald Trump be president again. So boom, shakalaka, wow, uh, the summer of 2023 on the ramp to a big old fat presidential election, we have an uptick in COVID cases. We may have to roll out some new boosters. Nope, not going to do it. I'm not doing any of it. I'm done. <laughs> you know, it's it's over. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I don't put anything past these people. It's the swamp, the, the rabble who are currently uh, running this country. It ain't the Bidens. Biden's might be cashing in, but you look at Joe Biden sitting in that damn uh, you know beach chair in Rehoboth, and tell me that that feeble old man is running anything? No, no, they are them, the state, the deep state, the swamp. And so, would it really shock you, since these people, I believe, and maybe a lot of you believe, are responsible? to a certain extent, for the pandemic, for political reasons. It certainly didn't hurt China any. Ah, you know, a few tens of thousands of people died uh, within China, but that's not, yeah, you know, you had to break some eggs, right? Politically, the pandemic worked very well for China. Politically, it worked very well for a lot of people because the final reel of Donald Trump's up till that point highly successful and effective time in office was pretty much put on hold. They ended his presidency with a pandemic. And I believe they cheated to keep his ass out of office via the pandemic. So would it shock you at this point that we would have a new strain of this damn thing come along? And we all got to go, or at least are going to try to get us to go right back to it? Wouldn't surprise me. Here's Jeff. Jeff, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Sean. Hey, I'm, I'm like you. I'm done. I got, I got, I went real hardcore on that, uh, preventive stuff in 2020 when we when we first did the lockdown for about two weeks and I, i'm like i'm going to be safer than anybody put the mask the gloves the 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 visor everything everything the face shield and and then after that i noticed when when they started letting everybody uh protest and riot and everything and they didn't have to have what mask i knew it was all uh you know a scam after that sure i never got vaccinated and and i never got covid so i mean I might have had it, just didn't know it, you know. I mean, uh, but but uh, I'm not getting, you know, because you can't get unvaccinated. That's my thing. And, and the more they want, the more they want me to get it, the less I want to get it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm no, I'm no boosters, no more for me. Uh, the one shot was all I'm gonna do, and I, I'm not. And I appreciate the call, brother. I'm not too happy about that. Look, my mom was never vaccinated, and they argued against it because they said the they, we don't know what the side effects are going to be. She weighs barely 80 pounds. She never got COVID. And she was, you know, she was in an assisted living place. Uh, you know, she was, uh, you know, at a group home for a while. So I, I don't know what exactly happened during COVID. What I do know, well, I know what I suspect, but what I do know is that for people, and I think it still is to a greater or lesser extent, the COVID became a political identifier in that, you know, look at me, I'm wearing the mask. I'm saving lives, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm doing what the man tells me to do. And if you're not, if you're not wearing a mask, it's cause you're a mega hat wearer. You're a conspiracy theorist. 
you're probably a racist also who wants black people to die of COVID. Remember all that stuff? So the, 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 the mask itself became an ego trip for people. It really was never about protecting anybody from anything. Because, again, you can track all the way back to Anthony Fauci and some of his initial statements about the masks. What was he saying? It wasn't that long ago. Don't wear the masks because they're ineffective and they will encourage you to touch your face. And if you touch your face, you are more likely to spread COVID tactual, uh, you know, using uh, uh, your fingers and touching stuff like you do with the flu than the stinking mask. But it didn't matter at some point. Remember when people started, you, you know, wearing self-expressive masks? You know what I mean? They had certain designs on them or the masks said something about them, you know, that they believe in. Or their favorite rock band was on the mask, you know, and, and and many much of the the especially in the first few days of COVID, many of the kinds of masks people were wearing, like those neck socks and stuff. The, the CDC and the NIH had already said don't work. Bandanas. Our own uh, uh, judge, uh, you know, throughout uh, county judge, throughout all those ridiculous TV appearances with Ron, every night was every night wearing a bandana, which we already knew didn't freaking work. Didn't matter. It's what it said about you that mattered. Okay? It's who's on which side. That's what mattered. Which side are you? Are you on the side of the government trying to save people's lives? Or are you a Alex Jonesy <coughs> conspiracy nut who thinks this is all you know fake? And you remember that it is largely a pandemic of the unvaccinated. What would Jesus do? Would Jesus get vaccinated? You know, it was madness. And baby, I think they're going to try it again. I think it's interesting that you're seeing uh, more and more reporting, and predominantly from liberal pukish outlets that we have an uptick in covid numbers again all of a sudden on the ramp up to a big old election where donald trump is by far the leading candidate so what do you think are we going to have another pandemic pandemic 2.0 san antonio's news traffic and weather station news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 and we're back news talk 550 ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean hi i have a couple of stupid stories i'm going to share with you a couple of stupid stories <laughs> actually they're all kind of stupid at this point aren't they uh 210 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. First and foremost we have a guy in japan this was making the rounds on uh, social media over the weekend. Uh, he's a Japanese guy. And he has spent over a number of years. You first heard about him a couple of years ago. He spent $15,000 thus far on a realistic dog costume. Because this Japanese man, uh, whose name is Tokosan, it's his cosplayer name, his, his preferred name is Good Boy. 
wants to. It's been his lifelong dream to live like a freaking collie. He's a he's living as a collie, and he made the news late last week because he's finally gotten his costume exactly the way he wants it, and he went outside into the world as a collie for the very first time. Did he crap on the sidewalk? I haven't heard anything about that. The man wants to li- and I'm looking at the pic. I've watched the video over the weekend. If you really didn't know that was a dude in a dog costume, you may not know that's a dude in a dog costume. The point being, human beings have gotten pathetic and ridiculous at this at this point. <laughs> because there's there's a certain amount of people out there who are like, "Yeah, you go, man." You live your truth, man. You be a dog, man. You know, and he's like, he's not a dog. He's not actually a dog. He's a grown ass man living as a dog. And I've got a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a through and through conservative. You know me. I'm kind of libertarian. I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, live your, your bliss. Find your, follow your bliss. Do what makes you happy. Before the trannies got militant and it all became about freaking pronouns and shaking your junk in front of kids in a locker room, I'd, I was like, hey, you, you're a dude, you want to live like a woman? Eh, go check out, man. Go ahead. If that makes you happy, I don't care. The guy who cut my hair for 10 years when I first moved here was uh, was trans. I didn't give a crap. He actually was pretty good at the eyeshadow. The mustache threw me off, but you know. Live your, bl- you know, I'm that guy. I've always been that guy in my life. Live your truth. But there, there comes a point where just because you want to live a really weird life as a dog doesn't mean the rest of us have to say, here, Fido. You know what I mean? Go get the ball, boy. You know what I mean? In other words, if you're, if you're going to live like a dog and you want to be a dog, there, there comes a point where your mental health analysis or diagnostics should be you're freaking nuts some people are just freaking nuts okay a guy who wants to live like a freaking dog is freaking nuts it's not normal it's not healthy it's weird and possibly unpleasant again if he has to take a crap on the sidewalk at some point and does he have a wife does he have a a personal assistant who's going to scoop up the human crap he leaves behind while he's living his life as a collie very strange stuff. Good boy. Uh, and then uh, there's a story. I saw this. Uh, <laughs> I saw that, you know, I, I, I'm i sure you've seen, you know, the advent of everybody be, being able to record everything whenever they want. That there are people who do these extreme things, right? To To get merely to get the video. One of the things that I actually am oddly fascinated by are the guys who do the free free jumping. Have you seen that? The free jumping where they just leap from building to building and they got a way of falling and tumbling so they never get hurt. I'll sit and watch that crap. That's some fascinating stuff. But the people who just climb to the top of a very, 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 very tall building to get a GoPro video of them at the top of a very, very, very tall building... That, to me, always seemed problematic, and apparently it was for at least one French guy. Uh, we have a French guy uh, who is known and has become known and has become something of a, something of a Internet phenomenon because he's one of these dudes that goes to the top of very, very tall buildings, and he hangs, hangs off the, the very, very tall buildings, whether they're in Dubai 
or like his last venture in Hong Kong. His name is Remy Lucidi. He's French. Uh-huh. It's the French noise. So you know that we're talking about French people. Uh-huh. They eat snails. Anyway, Remy Lucidi uh, was hanging off a very, very tall building in Hong Kong. And, well, he fell. <laughs> he fell off the very tall building, which I would submit to you is always kind of a hazard when you're hanging off of very tall buildings that you might fall off of one. And then the laws of physics kick in. 30 years of age. 30 years of age. And, uh, you know, doing that extreme sports stuff is only cool until you fall. Then it's very, very not cool. And you have to wonder, guys, if, like, on the way down... When I used to live in Colorado... Uh, we'd go up into the mountains, up into the front range, and we'd you know go up like go up Pikes Peak and stuff, which is extremely, extremely high up there. I mean, it's really you're you're almost into outer space when you go to the top of Pikes Peak. And I remember they'd have these rails along some of the the, the roads and the paths that that would say "Don't play on the rail," and you kind of look over the rail and you realize there's this just drop of death you know you you will die if you play on the rail and slip okay that's kind of how i am with that stuff all right i'm not going to play on the rail so this guy lives his life you know playing on the rail and he fell and uh now he's he's no longer with us he won't be hanging off any more high buildings and again, the extreme sports thing may look make you it may make you look really really cool for a couple of seconds, but it's only cool until you freaking fall. So there you go. This is my commentary on extreme sports. Don't do it. I, I'm not extreme anymore, man. You know, me being crazy is me jacking up my my heating pad to like high massage. You know what I mean? Like that's when I'm really living crazy. I don't live a very risky life anymore. I have no desire to live a risky life anymore. One news report said that officials, uh, when they found him, they pronounced him dead on the spot. (laughs) That is a poor choice of words by the reporter. Dead on the spot. Because that's all that was left of him! You know, and I, well, I, I just remember why I brought up the don't play on the rail thing. Because every time I look at the rail... And I contemplate playing on it, you know, over a chasm of death, you know, in Colorado. I always figured that if I fell, I'd have just enough time before I smacked, uh, you know, before I splattered against the ground to go, oh, my God, that was stupid playing on the rail. You know what I mean? Like this guy probably, dude, he probably had just enough time as he's plummeting towards his own death. To realize how what a, what a stupid way to die. <laughs> he fell 68 floors. 68 floors. Damn Skippy on the way down. Oh, my God, I can't believe. <laughs> That's a hell of a way to go out, man. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Don't play on the rail. Barbie. Ask your smart speaker to play us. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi, 1037 on the Monday. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. You ready for pandemic 2.0? We're seeing some uh, numbers on COVID cases. 
Uh, do you think they're going to try to pull a fast one and get us all back into pandemic life, pandemic living, uh, to maybe cheat the next election? I don't know. I, I, I don't put anything past these people. That's kind of where I am. I'm watching this Devin Archer stuff. You, you look at Hunter Biden and the Burisma thing and the Chinese thing and the Ukrainian thing and the selling policy for cash thing. And in any other time in American history, in, in what I, I've kind of gotten to the place where I'm calling it, you know, in normal times, because we're not in normal times, nothing normal about what's going on right now. You, if you had a tenth of the evidence that they have against both Bidens, Hunter and Joe, this would be a whole different story. But then again, Hillary Clinton got away with all kinds of crap and nobody cared. Nobody was face charges. So I'm looking at the Devin Archer thing. He's giving his deposition today uh, behind closed doors doors to James Comey and the rest of the oversight committee. And I, you know, I, I wish I wasn't so damn cynical at this point that I felt something of significance was going to happen as a result of all this stuff, but I, I don't see it. The deep state is just too strong right now. I hate to put it that way. and hate to, I'm not trying to bum you out, man. Don't want to be a Debbie Downer on a Monday. But do you honestly think anything's ever going to happen to Hunter, Hunter Biden? They might. Maybe they'll use this stuff to get Biden off the stage. I don't know. they got to, they got to shuffle him off at some point. But I don't see anything serious happening. Uh, because, look, we, we already know enough. <laughs> we, in my opinion, we already know enough about Joe Biden that Joe Biden should not spend one more minute in the Oval Office. But here's Mike. Mike, how you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. How you doing today, uh, Sean? Hey, listen, Sean. Hey, uh, you were talking about the COVID virus. I don't know if you uh, watched the news over the weekend. I'm going I'm to give you one of the main reasons why the virus is coming back. Uh, I don't know if you noticed uh, all those people that um, Abbott is busting up there to uh, New York City. Them guys are staying in them high dollar hotels, two, three hundred dollar night rooms. If you notice, a lot of them guys are sleeping on the ground. It seems like everybody is coughing and sneezing. Uh, it's kind of strange that you would have a cold in the middle of the summer, you know, when it's eighty and ninety degrees outside. The, the, what, what Joe Biden is doing, Sean, it's like having a bucket and putting a hole in the bottom of it and putting water in it. That's basically what Biden is doing. That's the reason why we're going to continue to see the coronavirus and other diseases coming back to the U.S. Because because Biden, all these people that he's letting in, Sean, they're oh, coming yeah. in from uh, across the border. None of these people are being tested. They're putting these, uh, Biden is loading these people up on buses and shipping them all over the country. That's an and excellent while point. Shipping, and while he's shipping them over the country, he's shipping disease all over the country. And guess what's about to guess what's about to start in about a month or two, Sean. School is about to start. Yeah. And all those kids that are coming into the U.S. with all these diseases that we thought we eradicated, they're going to be going to school with my kids and your kids. And then they wonder right. why the coronavirus is coming back. And they're and not. And they're, they're, thank you, Mike. Thanks as usual. Man. And they're not. You're right. He's not. They're not checking anybody at the border. They're just rolling across with whatever they have. But, hey, they got an election to cheat, man. <laughs> they need all kinds of diseases rolling across the terra. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I'm a little distracted because Sylvester Stallone is on this dumbass Sherry show, and he's got a new, uh, like kind of like the Ozzy Osbourne thing and Gene Simmons thing, where they it's a it's a reality show 
where it's Sly Stallone hanging out with his women, with his daughters and his, his wife that tried to divorce his ass already, but then I guess figured the money train was a little too... <laughs> was was bebopping down the rails a little too well. And he's now Sylvester Stallone's gonna he's gonna be one of these guys who's like the older doddering weirdo and doesn't understand new stuff and his daughters and his wife have to explain new stuff to him. And I don't know, there's something depressing about that, you know what I mean? Sylvester Stallone is one of those guys that he got caught up in all of the action hero stuff. And Sylvester Stallone actually is a brilliant actor when you give him a piece, you give him a script where he actually has to act. This is a guy who, you know, at a time when nobody was making boxing pictures anymore. Boxing pictures had fallen by the wayside. In the mid-70s, almost as bad as the American Western was kind of sliding out of favor. Nobody was making freaking boxing movies in 1976 and 1977. They were huge in the 30s and 40s, but then that's it. Uh, and here comes this young guy who had only had only had a couple of screen credits to his name. Death Race 2000 was one of them. Didn't have any real cred in the industry. Dude writes a movie script called Rocky. Somehow convinces enough people to invest in it and get a studio green light on it uh, that he actually gets a director and it gets shot. He stars in it. I remember Don's old enough. He probably remembers this stuff, too, where, like, when they were shooting Rocky, they had to do a lot of semi-illegal things just to get the shot yeah, run in out. places where they didn't have permits and stuff. Right. That's why a lot of the, lot of the movie takes place in some pretty run-down neighborhoods right. that you and I wouldn't be caught dead in on a normal day. Exactly. Uh, because, because nobody was paying attention, nobody, then they could just jump out there and do it. With the camera, and they did a lot of that stuff. They got the movie made. It won Best Picture in 1977. Mm-hmm. It was nominated for, like, eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, he was nominated for Best Screenwriter and Best Actor. Yeah. Uh, and just a phenomenal piece of, of cinema, of acting and writing and performance yeah. and cinematography. It is my favorite movie of all time. It is. I, yeah. I, it's a great... I could really? Watch. Were yeah. you into the sequels at all? Uh, you know, some of them. Right. You know, I thought the second one was okay. Three made me laugh. You know, oh, right. Four, four, with Mr. T, four was oh. okay. Didn't care for five. Um, I like the one Rocky Balboa that came out a yeah, number of years ago. That was that actually was, very good. That was very good. It was right. I mean, it would have been a perfect sequel to the first one. Right. Um, right. Let's it, skip it just, just kind of had that foreboding right. sense of it's just never really going to get any better for you. But you know? he himself, again, is a very good actor. Yeah. Talented, brilliant actor when he's working a really good piece. Right. Did you ever see Copland? Did yes. you guys see Copland? Oh, yes, well, He I was did. phenomenal in that. Copland was amazing mm-hmm. because he kind of returned to the idea of just acting. He got fat. He he was, you know, he kind of lost all the muscle there for the role. Yeah. He played kind of a you know, a schmucky small yeah. town deputy or sheriff, I guess he was the sheriff and Yeah. It's kind of the the you know town laughing stock and yeah. uh, he wanted to be a New York City officer, but he had an issue with his hearing. He couldn't what, hear he out couldn't of one hear, ear. Yeah, so he had to resort to being an officer in a small town in New Jersey, right across the bridge. And the, right. the town was populated by with bad mob, cops, yeah. dirty cops. Yeah. Right. Great. If you've never seen Copland and Ray Liotta, one of his oh, best performances, unbelievable. Uh, great movie. But so seeing Sliced Alone, who I've always liked. 
thought, well, dude, why don't you, especially when Copland came out, I'm like, well, drop the Rambo crap and, and yeah. you know, try some, do right. more of that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why he did the Rambo stuff. I get to, to pay allow, for, you know, I guess, probably, to, yeah. To, you know, lead into all of this other stuff that he wants But now to. he's doing one of these reality Ozzy Osbourne type shows yeah. where it's just him being cutesy pootsy with his... Right, you know, fabulously rich, yeah. <laughs> largely female family. Frank's going to make out. Frank Stallone will do all right in this. Frank Stallone's <laughs> great. He really he is. is. I love Frank Stallone. Yeah, he's awesome. He's because he's he knows he's the brother, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's focus on the daughters. Of course yes, you James, would. Yes. You Come on. They're see how beautiful. horny you are. Oh they they are. Wow, you're just an old perf. And it's going to be Sly perf. Stallone looking bemused while his gorgeous daughters and wife, you know, yeah. teach him how to use the microwave and crap. His wife is like our age. Is she? She's like in her early, mid-50s. Well, to him, that's young. Yeah. To him, that's robbing the cradle They've there. They've been together for a while, too. Didn't, so. they, try, didn't they get divorced they at some point? They split up for or... a, a quick amount of time and then got back together again. That should be like a thing where you can get temporarily divorced. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not actually divorced. You're just trying it on for size. Right. <laughs> We're on a break. <laughs> on a break. It's called a breather. We're going to decouple just temporarily. Yeah, right. So anyway, I, he's got a new show, and it's getting a lot of hype, and I have absolutely no interest in watching it. Well, so he, there you go. he was doing a, sh- a series on uh, Paramount called Tulsa King. Oh, is I that any it. good? Yeah. Yes, I, I like it. All I, of it. I, I, I is it? it was good? Great. Yeah, he was phenomenal in that. It, really? It's yeah. funny. It's realistic. It has modern uh, problems with the uh, marijuana in Oklahoma. Because he's a mob yeah. guy that goes to, what, Pennsylvania or something no, like that? Tulsa, Oklahoma. Or Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, they ship. he comes out of jail, and then the mob family ships him to Tulsa, and his line is, what the hell's in Tulsa? <laughs> Well, you know what's funny, and Jimmy, you may agree that if there was a role specifically made for an older Sylvester Stallone, this is that's, it. That's it. It's, well, now I gotta you, watch it. You love it. It's yeah. perfect. And then they have a young black sidekick, so you right. get the cross generation. Yeah, it's really well done. What's I it like called it. again? I'll check it Tulsa out. Tulsa King. Tulsa King. It's I will Paramount. watch that. I believe you probably rent it on Amazon or something. Like I'm that, not right? gonna watch the the reality show though. No, I, that I, I can't I, stomach to watch. I'm a big Stallone fan, but I don't think I'll watch the reality no. because it's been done to death at this yes. point. Yes. So, you know? It was old when Gene Simmons got his yeah. his show. You, you know, know? I, I got a big kick out of the Osbournes. That was, but, that, they, that, but nobody that, ever done that before. Yeah, and you know, to see him in that light was right. funny. And we all loved Ozzy. Yeah, it was amusing. We, we had Pat Boone home. singing "Crazy Train" as the yeah. intro. It was wonderful. All these but, dogs. What are dogs doing? No. The dogs. The Jared. But but then you get into Gene Simmons and his family, and yeah. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, two one zero five nine nine. Go Sly, man. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. The final few moments of the show. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up at 11. So whatever's on your brain uh, in the final few moments. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, so over a hundred dudes entered the Miss Italy pageant uh, after uh, they put a rule in place banning dudes from competing against biological women in beauty pageants. This on the heels of uh, the Miss Netherlands uh, uh, pageant where a dude won the top prize. A dude is now, uh, you know, Miss Netherlands. 
like you could tell. I'm just saying. I'm I, I'm tranning out again. I'm watching a lot of the the uh, the Barbie stuff, and and I, again, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if I will see it. Uh, you know, again, if my woman wants me to see it, I'll go see it. If the women want, if the women folk want me to go see it, I I guess I will. But I'm not, you know. But but based upon what I've heard, it's 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 some some woke bullcrap. It's some seriously, and and the idea, right, James? Outside of Barbie Land, men suck, and we're just we're patriarchs, and it's patriarchy, and we're just keeping chicks down. I had a discussion with a mom who took her seven-year-old or eight-year-old daughter. No, oh, yeah, and there was sort of a body shaming deal. Excellent, because the Margot Robbie's, you know, perfectly proportioned. Sure. As by well the, she should be. By the end of the movie, it is, oh, there's all different types of Barbies. Oh, and it, it does fat have Barbies, yeah. Eskimo Barbies, fat it's, Eskimo Barbies who identify as Ken. And Ken says, I don't have a penis. And, oh, God. And Barbie says, well, I don't have a vagina. Oh, God. Really? So, yes, that's in the movie. Uh. And and yet and yet if you're when you're out of Barbie Land in the real world, who are the most influential women right now? They're not women at all. They're freaking hairy ass dudes, man. So you're telling Man's me, fighting to women about what it's like to be a woman. You're telling me Miss Netherlands has another region? Yeesh. That was below the belt. I'm just <laughs> saying. I don't think I can handle Barbie. I don't think I can handle the movie. I think you should do it for work research. Take one for the team. And let's well, see how mad you get I like got Scott two, Robbins. I, did he get pretty pissed off? <laughs> no, but I love gosh it when dang. he gets mad. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Gosh! Gosh dang! He does. When Scott gets pissed off, he's that get-off-my-lawn guy, and I'm really close behind, dude. You know, and and uh, I, so I don't know. I, I, if they, if they wanna, I want to see Oppenheimer. That's the one I'm really looking for. But point being, Okay, this this idea that it's still a man's world in America and men just run everything and men run everything on planet Earth. Well, maybe in the fundamentalist Islam world, Islamic world, yes. But, you know, you, you, you my god, the prime minister look especially with Italy, the prime minister is a woman. Quite a fetching woman as well, too. I mean, I'm not saying that I have anything for Italian women. I'm just saying, uh, ooh, <laughs> ciao bella. Uh, you know, whatever. But yeah, the, the, it's 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 this. And I got to tell you, and and Don Morgan will get a crack. We'll get a because well, he knows them both, right? I got two daughters, right? Okay, one's a hippie communist. <laughs> <laughs> my, my daughter Avery is is pretty liberal. You know, she's pretty liberal. She's not quite a communist, but she, my daughter's getting there. And then my other daughter is a little more streetwise. Okay, and the streetwise, and, and is, you know, has is, is had some pretty intense experiences in her life, and she has a great perspective. And she's not a communist. And so one daughter hated the movie, and the other daughter loved the movie. <laughs> so it really kind of depends on who you are. If you're a, if you're a liberal... And you you sort of have the standard cachet of liberal opinions. You'll probably freaking love Barbie, okay? But if you're if you're not that, everybody who's not that that's seen it has hated it. Now I I don't know the the truth. Very often is somewhere in the middle, yeah. 
Because, like, I, people were saying Sound of Freedom was, you know, the new Schindler's List. And I went to see it, and it was a good movie, but it wasn't that. Uh, and a lot of people said the Indiana Jones movie was was woke. And I went to see that, and it wasn't woke at all. Man, there's one line about capitalism. I guess that's... But Ben Shapiro actually saw the Indiana Jones movie over the weekend, and he liked it. He said it was delightful. It was fun, which it was. It wasn't. It, it wasn't Macbeth. I mean, it, didn't think it too deeply about a, it. It was what it's supposed to be. Yes, yeah. it was Indiana Jones as a freaking eighty-year-old guy. Right. But Barbie, I don't know, man. I don't know if there's enough CBD in the world to get me through that one, but we'll see. I'm just not getting in the Barbie box. That I do have some standards, not many. But the odd one. <laughs> Thank you, James. Soleil Rodriguez. Welcome back. Our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.